This week on Erotic Awakening, warming up for a scene, sex down south, and really good sex tips. For real this time. <laughs> BDSM and non-standard relationships. Power exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As well as simply fun kink. You'll find shows on all these topics and all things Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. In 2018, we decided to no longer seek advertisers for the podcast. We enjoy creating and recording these podcasts, and we hope you enjoy listening to them. If you decide not to be a patron, we will probably keep podcasting. But when you become our patron, you give us a chance to apply more energy towards creating. For as little as a dollar a month, you can not only support the podcast, but get access to special content. Head over to patreon.com slash eroticawakening to take a look at options. And regardless, thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right about now. Right now. Right now. Right now. <laughs> Hi, Dan. Hi, Dawn. This week on the show, we are indeed going to talk about a great question of the day, which we'll get to in just a moment. And later we have an interview, with, and we're going to learn more about Sex Down South, a, a conference down in Atlanta dedicated mm-hmm. to sex. Sex. And we have some really good sex tips. We have finally gotten to the point in our sex tip list where we've actually gotten some really good ones, ones I think we should try. Oh, yeah? I'm kind of curious to see what's coming up. <laughs> as am I. I'm curious if you'll be as interested as I am. But before we get there, let's go to our question of the day. This comes from Aaron J. Uh, Aaron says, hey, man. He didn't really say that part. <laughs> he didn't I mean, say hey, I man. I lived a little bit. <laughs> What kind of things do you do to warm up for a scene? I would assume warm up for a heavy sadistic scene would be different than warm up for an erotic sensual scene. For me, warm up is all about establishing the connection with your partner and setting the tone for the scene. Mm, so Dawn, what that. do you do when you to warm up for a scene? Well, um, I don't know. I don't know that I do a lot of warm up. <laughs> so I just had, a, I'm, I'm thinking of back to a couple of different scenes. So Mm -hmm. uh, the scene I had over the weekend at Kinky College, um, there was a little bit of warm up as in we chatted with each other Mm -hmm. and, but it wasn't really a sadistic scene. So there was no reason to warm up the skin or anything like that. I mean, we chatted a little bit. We talked about what clothes he wanted me to take off or if I was okay being naked or, you know, blah, 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 that sort of thing. Kind of made that sort of connection. And it was more of a sensual flogging scene. So, you know, some people, when they talk about warm-up, they talk about ramping up and starting light and rubbing and things like that. We didn't have a lot of that going on. But it was still a sensual scene. Mm-hmm. And I've had some sadistic scenes where there been, there's been no warm-up at all. It's been rip off your clothes, throw you on a cross, and yay. <laughs> I don't think that's what he wanted to hear, though. No, I, I don't know. Save me some time. <laughs> you know, I actually I agree with Aaron that for me, um, the scene, you know, regardless of the negotiation, say we get through the negotiation part, I do like to start with somewhat of a, you know, for me, warming up includes a lot of simply rubbing the skin, making mm-hmm. that physical contact. Now, it depends on the tone of the scene. Um, like Hughes suggested, right? If it's an erotic scene, then a lot of rubbing, a lot of bringing sensation to the skin, slow movement, attentive movement. Oh, you know, yeah, paying attentive. great attention to that each piece of little, you know, inch of square of skin um, and just rubbing and bringing attention and light fingernails, uh, light fingertips. 
Um, all that's pretty good warm-up. And even for me, for more of a, a hardcore sort of scene, um, I'll use more force, but it's that same bringing contact, physical contact to the skin. There I'll include more hair, you know, light hair pulling, moving the person around some, you know, getting getting them to relax into mm. allowing me to drive the, their body around, move it around, right? As I get them set up on You're a cross really or whatever good at else. That too. Uh, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's what the warm up it's about. But it's about these are all, but these are both just techniques to establish that connection, to establish that, you know, to establish some level of of topping and dominance uh, that I'm driving this scene. You know, so a lot of it can be, and you know, for particular sensual scenes. Um, and, and I find I have to do this fairly often. People will start to undress once mm-hmm. we've said, oh, yeah, you're going to undress. And I'll stop them. I'll say, no, don't undress. And I'll push their, not not harshly, but with clear intent, I'll put their arms aside and I'll undress them. Mm. Uh, sometimes with either direct eye contact or sometimes moving my body to that spot so that I'm, my, I'm eye level with where I'm undressing mm-hmm. the person so if i'm raising their shirt i'll drop myself to eye level with their belly and as as i raise their shirt i'll stand up um works the same way with pants going down um so that's the kind of things i like to do for a warm-up it just really whatever you need to do to establish you're in a scene together and again you and i are not big pickup play people we're not right. mechanical players right yeah. we don't do a lot of this Hey, how about flogging me? Okay, I will flog you. Here's the robotic flogging motion. It's just not really what we do a lot of. Um, so our, our, our warm-ups tend to be somewhat more sensual, so much more connecting and communicative. I'm wondering if... And thank um, you for letting me ramble there. Oh. I'm sitting there, if, if since we don't have the video on, you can't tell. I've got my eyes closed and I'm picturing how I'm doing all these things. Yeah, it's kind of neat to watch, so watch you do that. And you're right, we don't do a lot of pickup play. And we did play with people at Kinky College um, over the weekend. And um, so, like I said, there wasn't a lot of that warm-up with mm-hmm. the person that I did, you know, did reach out to me to, to play and, but there was still a lot of connection. So I'm not exactly sure if I remember exactly what it was he did to create that connection, except that we did talk a lot, you know, at the beginning of it. Um, the sacred touch scene that we did. Mm-hmm. So you did that whole don't let her undress. Right. And then you did the undressing and created the connection and things like that. And that's really neat to watch. So, Yeah. I kind of like that question a little bit. It makes me think. Yeah. Because I'm not, I'm not the person that drives the warm-up. So sometimes I forget, you know, the pieces of that that are involved. So it was good to hear your your description. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Makes me want to go play. Well, Do some eye gazing. Get the damn <laughs> podcast over with and we can. Maybe that's what we'll video is us playing instead of Ooh, recording the podcast. That would be awesome. If you would like to video us doing a variety of things, <laughs> you can get a hold of us in a variety of ways, including the webpage eroticawakening.com. There you'll find a contact form as well as other ways to contact us, ways to say thank you, where we will be presenting past podcast episodes, linked to the newsletter, and all kinds of junk. You can also follow us on FetLife. So just find us as the owners of the FET group, Erotic Awakening, two words, and you can FET mail us that way. So, Dawn, our, our 
interview is coming out of Atlanta.、Mm-hmm. But as I jump over to the new subscribers to the newsletter, we have also、uh, found this week that we have gone seriously international this time around. We're always going international, but sometimes our newsletter subscribers, for whatever reason, it, there's a lot of international flair,、mm-hmm. as well as some local ish people as well.、Mm-hmm. For example, Jane Doe of Texas. M of Poland. Scott from Illinois. Malaysia from Serbia. Link from Auckland, New Zealand. And Want to Rim You from Northern California. And I understand Northern California is a little different than Southern California. People kind of say where they're from. That's kind of neat. There is. There, so <laughs> actually, we got a, a random thing from、uh, someone named Keith who's working his way through his older, our older shows. Apparently, in, in episode 249, we asked people why people in California. Always say they're from Northern California or Southern California. Well, and, and the reason I wonder about that is because I'm from the Eastern Shore of Maryland, and the Eastern Shore of Maryland really has nothing to do with the Western Shore of Maryland. Two totally different people. So I, I, I'm, I'm betting I was curious in that episode why they said Northern and Southern. Because we say we're from Ohio. Right. Not, not saying Northern or Central、right. Ohio. Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, uh, Keith explains it that California is pretty fucking big. <laughs> a lot of people live there, so people tend to say what part they're from.、Uh, there's also Central California. And although Northern California is the upper half of the state, there's no name for what is actually the northern part. It's just a lot less populated.、Um, so there you go. And this is kind of actually interesting. Silicon Valley, apparently part of Northern Cal- California, and LA in Southern California, about a seven to eight hour drive difference. Wow. So it's kind of、so、Texas big, be, right? Yeah. Because Ohio, you can get from where we're at in Columbus, we can get to Cleveland, which is the northern part of the state, in two hours, or we can get to Cincinnati, the southern tip of the state, in two hours. Yeah. Or west and east, two to three hours max. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that makes sense then. So, understood. So, kind of. There's your <laughs> erotic geography lesson of the day. Of the day.、So. I wonder if all the international. Uh, subscribers are suddenly unsubscribing because they don't give a fuck about, about Ohio and Ohio. I don't know. So, so Do you want, would you like to say something in, the,、uh, in Serbian to our Serbian? I、business? have no clue. <laughs> hey, I just had a、um, really neat Skype session yesterday, though,、mm-hmm. with people in Ecuador, which was actually kind of neat. It has、Did、nothing、they? to do with erotic awakening, it has to do with my clergy stuff. Right. So, yeah. So one was speaking Spanish and the other was translating for me. Portuguese,、really、he told、cool. me, is the actual language she of. She speaks Portuguese.、Ecuador. He speaks, yeah. So she speaks Portuguese.、Mm-hmm. She's from Brazil, speaks Portuguese. He's from Ohio, speaks English. They both live in Ecuador together. Their second languages are Spanish, and that's what they use to communicate with each other. Isn't it crazy? It was crazy <laughs> to sit in my office here in Ohio. And have a Skype session with people from Ecuador. It is, it is kind of cool. So,、yeah. you know, our, so to our、uh, listeners in Serbia and Poland and New Zealand and Illinois and Texas、mm-hmm. and California, we can talk to you on Skype anytime you want. Absolutely. Go do that Patreon thing. That's something we'll add to it. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome to add as a Patreon thing. So, we would do a Skype session.、Uh, other than that, tell me real quick about random, or、uh, not random.、Um, <laughs> Tell me about them subs and service. Are、uh, they going to be in service to me? No, well, it depends who shows up. <laughs> <laughs> so, subs and service is、um, an intensive that I hold for、uh, submissives to learn services, right? So,、 
these are things, usually when you go to an event, all the skills that are taught, or most of the skills that are taught, are to tops on how to do toppy things. So this is for subs on how to do servicey things. So it's going to be a shul- shoulder massages, lap dancing, tea service, cigar um, service, and I know I'm missing one, um, uh, slave bags that uh, Bat is doing. Mm-hmm. I'm doing meditation. So it's an all-day intensive for $35, plus I provide lunch, so on April 14th. If you're interested in that, get a hold of me. I don't have the link. Maybe you can put the link in the show notes. Um, but if you get a hold of me through FetLife, so, and it's uh, Dan Zarani, just look at the group owner of Erotic Awakening, and I will get you the link. But we are almost sold out. And one of the things that I would recommend if you are in a long-term power exchange relationship like Don and I are, it can be challenging to give to challenge your slave. I mean, Don's fantastic at anticipatory service <laughs> at this point. She makes my peanut butter and jelly sandwich almost right. And she does all this other great <laughs> shit. So this is a great way to push them along and say, well, you know what? Um, go learn cigar service. Go mm-hmm. learn how to give me a massage. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Go learn lap dancing. If you'd like to learn more about <laughs> power exchange, though, side note real quick. Um, I personally have found that FetLife, for me personally, everybody has an opinion. I'm glad, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> do you know that they say blah, blah, blah in Spanish too? How do they, well, how is, what is Spanish for blah, blah, blah? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. <laughs> she was chatting with him in Spanish and then said, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that means mind. something. In sp- oh, no, uh, it no, wasn't. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm not finding FetLife to be the most valuable place to talk about power exchange. Um, If you go out to the Master and Slave group, for example, regardless of what you post, you'll get shit on, Mm -hmm. which is fine. You can ignore the shit. Or actually, I I just said fuck it and created a Facebook secret group to discuss power exchange. If you'd like to discuss power exchange on the secret group, it's not really an erotic awakening thing. It's just, well, if you're a fan of our book, Living MS, and you want to talk to the authors, that would be a great way to get a hold of us. Uh, just toss us an email at Dan and Dawn at Erotic Awakening. Tell me what email address to invite you to, and we will add you to our secret Facebook group. Oh, I like that idea. And there's actually some really good conversation going on on that recently. So, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Been, it's been refreshing, actually. Yeah, yeah, it really has. So, Dawn, any any food on boobs? Um, I don't think there's any food on boobs. Wait a but, minute. Oh, was there food on boobs? Because there was definitely some tentacles. Tell me about the tentacles. The tentacles? Ohio Hedgehog sent me some more again, and I like it. He'll send me some like, I think you may like this. And then the next one, I think you really may like this. And then another one, this one's just fucking hot. So send me <laughs> links to these things. And then I don't know if I ever mentioned Sushi Girl giving me a tentacle pin. So I wore it during, we didn't even talk about Kinky College. Um, we just got back from that. But um, I wore it on my name badge holder, and it's like a pink and purple and teal tentacle pin and it's just it's really cool (laughs) nice so i get pictures and a pin i seem to recall that good witch of the north and i discussed food on boobs and she said here's some food on boobs but i can't recall if she actually put any food on her boobs i don't know and we ate dinner together too so that would have been a perfect opportunity off of her boobs no No, i didn't think so so i don't remember her doing food on boobs while i was looking had a fantastic time with our uh, friends johnny jackhammer and good witch of the north up there in oh absolutely the chicago, chicago land. yep up at kinky college had a fantastic event at kinky college this time i mean we always do but oh my god they they 
they had a lot of people this time. So that was pretty fabulous. And we met some old friends and some new friends. I, I, absolutely. Um, and I almost forgot because I haven't seen, we haven't finished unpacking from Kinky College, which tells you how our life's been lately. But um, so as we mentioned at the end of the show, Johnny Jackhammer actually has a podcast called Sequential Sex Podcast, which is about sex as it shows up in uh, comics. And he's got a something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue, I think is the way it goes. But um, I was listening to his podcast and he was talking about dumb Doris or dumb Daisy or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's pretty weird, man. I'd like to see that one. And he actually gave us a copy of the book that he was talking it's about it from. the Tijuana Bible. Tijuana Bible, right. Yeah. 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 So that was very cool. That's fun to look at. Yeah, we kind of sat around the dinner table looking at different. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny. Different comics. I didn't get a chance to look at it if it was erotic. It was just cool. Yeah. You know, it was like, it's like when you go to an antique store, you don't look for shit that's useful. You look at shit that's cool. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is really cool that the way they, and it's really, actually, we got to get them on the podcast to talk about that, that the way, you know, we forget that nowadays, if I want to see, you can describe any pornographic image you can think of, Mm -hmm. and I can go Google that shit, and I can find it on Pornhub, and I can find it on FetLife. You know, it used to be that you hand drew these comics and you put them and staple them together in these little books and you snuck around at the bar and you handed them off to your friends and friends and friends mm-hmm. and all that kind of shit. Yeah. You know, it's really neat. So it was cool. And I we had so. a good time. We had a fantastic <laughs> time. Um, so, Don, do you want to hear more of these sex, totally doable sex tips? Sure. And then we have to talk about PXS. These are actually good ones. Okay. I, All right. I, I think I'll, we're going to have listen. some good ones here. All okay. Right. Maybe one we can Because lately our, our totally doable sex tips have been totally donable. <laughs> With a random one every now and then that we've done or can try. All right. Here we go. I'm ready. Make a sex tape. Mm. You don't have to be fame hungry to enjoy the process of shooting a sexy video starring you and your lover. Just position your phone so it's pointed toward the bed. Side note, we have a... We have a uh, Video camera right there there. in the the office. Seduce each other, roll between the sheets. The only thing better than making a sex tape is watching it together later. We've done that. We've done that. We've got some small clips. Not a full video, but we've got some small clips. We actually have a full video. Did we have a full video? Yeah, I took all Do our I small clips. Do I know about clips. this? <laughs> I took all of our small clips and cabled them together. Oh, neat. Because if I'm trying to jerk off to watching us have sex and it ends every 20 seconds, I'd have to stop and reset. It, yeah. That's dumb, man. I, I needed something good. We've got some hot you know, I'm ones. I'm a Tantra master. I needed at least three minutes. <laughs> We've got some hot stuff. We've got yeah. some stuff with the tentacle dildo and... Yeah, and I'm really funny because I'm not usually a voyeur of other people. Mm-hmm. Not always. I'm more of an exhibitionist. But me watching me or me watching me and you, that's just yeah. fucking hot. Because that's more of, instead of, it's not watching porn. It is right. reliving a memory. Oh, yeah. That's why I think And it hot. is, and it's hot. And you can hear the moans and the, Yeah. <laughs> We have to do that one again. All right. So we got one good one Okay. There. We got all one right, good one. All right. How about I this can, one? I can talk about that all night. Have the loudest sex possible. We've done Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> we do that too. Scream your faces off. <laughs> we have absolutely done that. We haven't screamed our faces off. I no. mean, we still have them. Have we purposefully had the loudest sex possible? I don't know 
that we've purposefully set a goal to have the loudest sex possible. Have we had fucking loud sex? Absolutely. We've had sex so loud that I was worried the neighbors upstairs would wonder what was going on because I'm crying at the end. You're laughing. So we've had loud <laughs> sex. And then the way it ends is just kind of, <laughs> kind of weird. So... Should we have a goal of having the loudest sex? See, that feels kind of contrived. Yeah. That feels kind of yeah. fake. And I don't like that part. It's different from training yourself to allow yourself to be as loud as you yeah. naturally are. Yeah. I mean, be allowed to be loud. That's hot. Yeah. Yeah. But making a point of being loud, yeah, that just feels fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, perform a strip tease. I've kind of sort of done that. Maybe you should do one for me. Maybe I will. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not. I'm not connected to that one. Yeah. Um, finally, and there's actually some really other good ones coming up. But for finally for today, oh. give each other a lap dance. Lap dancing might not come naturally to everyone, but it's really not that hard. Just gyrate your hips, shake your booty, and wiggle your boobs. You gonna wiggle your boobs for me? Apparently, I am. <laughs> well, I'm having the lap dancing course, and I picked that specifically yeah. for subs and service. I, because I disagree. It's not something that we learned. I, I disagree with what they're saying that it doesn't take any skill. It may not come naturally. It, I think that doing it skillfully and the fact that you've went to learn how to do it, right. and you're bringing that home. That's right. hot. Well, what I like about the girl that I'm bringing in for subs and service is that she's a plus size girl, mm-hmm. and I've seen her. When no one's looking, like practice a move or two, and she thinks no one's paying attention, and it's fucking hot, and I want to learn how to do it. Don't know if I'll ever use it, mm-hmm. but it'd just be nice to, you know, one of those body affirmations sort oh, yeah. of things. I think it's hot. Uh, I agree. So, so there you go. So that was the last one for for, for today. Oh, I like these questions. Don, did you know that the I Like These Questions podcast is higher rated than Erotic Awakening? I hope not. <laughs> Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you listen. Or just tell your friends. So, um, we got to get off this thing. PXS is coming up. <laughs> uh, we've still got a couple of weeks. May 11th, 12th, 13th is the Power Exchange Summit. That is the event that you and I have put together as a reflection of our... of. What we like to see in Power Exchange, relationships, out of the stuff that we got from the book Living MS. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's three days of Power Exchange classes. What is the new one that Arcane just, we just added to the oh, site? It was just such a great name. Cock blocker. Cock block and, and lock. Something cock blocker with a key. Oh my gosh, I'd have to look it up. But it kind of rhymed. Cock block nope i'd have to look it up yes, i'm sorry we'll i can't think of it off the top of my head anyway that's a cool looking class About male chastity yep. right yep so, and yeah. uh we were just telling somebody uh not only do we have master brenda coming in but we also have misty dom from atlanta coming in for that femdom perspective mm-hmm. as well as uh some of our favorite um other dominants and relationship leaders be male or female or whatever um so we're really looking forward to how of, PXS is coming again. Yeah, we've this got year. a lot of good people. We've got the International Master and Slave, Master Michael and Slave Angie. We've got the Power Exchange title holders, Kevin and Katie. Mm-hmm. We've got um, Switchy Butch and Daddy Kenyon. So we've got a lot of a lot of good people. So I'm really looking forward to PXS this year. Absolutely. And what I would recommend is um, is early bird prices still gone. on? Nope. Early nope. birds you are lost gone. Early bird okay. Choice. So, but. You, 
Still, what are tickets for this thing? 79 bucks? Right. We just found some other very similar... Thanks for ripping us off. Events. $110, Yeah. So we're still people. keeping it cheap. And what I would suggest is even though early bird is over with, you'd want to get your tickets now before they bump up to the late version, right? You yeah. want to get them at this price now before the price changes again. And you want to do it before April 11th because the room discounts for the hotel, they end on April 11th and they will start selling the rooms in our discounted block after April 11th. So you really want to get your tickets now so that you can get your link to your hotel link and go ahead and get your hotel rooms. Boom. So, yeah. Um, if you are, if you missed us in Chicago, you'll see us in Detroit. You'll see us in upstate New York later. But enough of that. So, Dawn, we're not going back to Atlanta tonight. Aww. Or tomorrow. Aww. But I we liked should Atlanta. be. Yeah, I did too, actually. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll go back soon. There's a new con. Well, actually, this is going to be the third year of that con uh, down in Atlanta called Sex Down South. South. I keep wanting to say Sex Down Under, and that's not right. Different con. Uh, So Sex Down South, really interesting con. Um, Instead of explaining it here, why don't we just... Yeah, so because well, I do want to mention that it is it is a sex con and it's classes and things like that. And some of the stuff I saw was like how to kiss, mm-hmm. right? Those would be interesting. So, yeah, yeah, they have a lot of a perspective of not only how to be better at sex, but also from the aspect of sex educators, consent, mm-hmm. sex, um, oh, sex, 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 sex. So, Dawn, not too long ago, you and I were in Atlanta, but what what we did not know is that there is a conference in Atlanta called Sex Down South. Fortunately for us today, uh, Marla, one of the people that are involved in that event, is on the podcast with us tonight. Marla, are you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you all doing today? Pretty good. So, what is your involvement in this this event called Sex Down South, and, and what is the event? Um, so, uh, I am one of the co-founders of Sex Down South. Um, it was co-founded by, uh, Tia and I, and, um, it is a conference, basically an educational conference, um, just around everything sex. So it could be, it ranges from, you know, uh, sexual health to, um, sex and disabilities to, you know, queer and trans folks to, you know, um, learning just about pretty much, you know, it could be kinky folks, like anything that has to do with sex and sexuality or sexual health. Um, the conference, we have workshops around. So we do that during the day, basically learn during the day. It's a three day conference. Uh, we learn during the day and then we have entertainment at night we have fun at night. Uh, And I'm going to come back to the entertainment in just a moment. (laughs) Is Mm -hmm. it it more intended to be an academic conference or is it more of a skill conference? Or peer-related? Yeah, it's more like a skill-building conference. So, you know, we sometimes have live demos um, of a certain skills. Um, We've had, like, kissing workshops where people can practice. Um, We've had... um, you know, hand sex live demos, you know, so all sorts of different kinds of uh, demos, but it's, it's mostly skill building. 
I'm liking that. I actually know some people in my Tantra workshops that I do once a month that are super interested in learning skills and, and not just yoni massages. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly, so, exactly. So who's showing up for this conference? Is it more geared towards just regular folks who want to be better at stuff? Or is it more for educators that are running around there um, trying to learn skill sets to share with other people or, or what? Yeah, so it's mostly educators, you know, wanting to learn different skills from other educators, but also, you know, putting their, you know, workshops and um, their skills forward. And then we also have a lot of enthusiasts, which are, you know, so I come from sort of the academic, you know, background side and Tia is more like a sexual enthusiast, right? So she's coming from more from a, you know, wanting to learn different and new things around sex and sexuality. So Basically, um, it's sort of all those things put together. So we do have definitely enthusiasts who just come to learn. And then we have people who are there to educate. Um, And, you know, of course, we have vendors and, um, you know, the entertainment piece of it, too. So it's a wide variety of all kinds of different people. Nice. So entertainment, we've touched that twice now. What kind of entertainment at night? Because I get all kinds of things going through my head. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well usually the first night we have we, what we have is called the, the little bang and that's basically sort of a smaller event sometimes we have we've had spoken word we've had sort of um some dancing um some you know music um we've had some like kinky demonstrations kinky demos um so you know burlesque um, so that's sort of the the little bang. Friday night is generally our mix and mingle, which is where you can meet um, our celebrity, you know, presenters and, you know, talk to them, get to know them, as well as the other educators that are there. And then uh, Saturday night, we have the big bang and that's our closing party. And of course, it's a huge sort of variety show of all sorts of different kinds of acts. So uh, we raffle off uh, things uh, from our vendors for the from the weekend, and yeah, we have a good time. We dance on the dance floor. We get in our little. Uh, uh, we we have uh, the black box that's the infamously known for having some fun in. Um, so uh, so yeah, all sorts of fun stuff. So so that's what I was kind of wondering about. So it's a sex conference. So is there sex involved? Because I'm, I'm picturing entertainment as orgy. And I'm... <laughs> no, 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 no orgies. I mean, not that I know about. But um, there is, uh, we do try to have someone at least host a play party. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so whether that's in a room, um, you know, we've been fortunate to have a play party. Um, before in actually one of the conference rooms. Um, so we, we basically kind of give that off to someone else. Uh, we've had, we've done it in a suite before the year in uh, 2015. Um, but uh, yeah, so there, there are play parties that occur, but not a play party between, you know, 350 plus right. people. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so, I imagine you have a lot of different people. You know, just the, the the name itself could be taken a variety of different ways. I would imagine, or it, would, it wouldn't surprise me to find out that you would have 
a fair, perhaps a fair number of swingers show up and say, well, gee, I kind of thought this would be that sex would be on the agenda that where, where is the act? Is there actual sex at the conference and other than people's um, private, private rooms. rooms, of course, but is, is that part of the conference either by uh, design or by, it just happens. Um, I would just say it just happens, but it doesn't necessarily happen on the conference floor. Um, but, uh, yeah, we do have swingers there. Um, but you know, people are really there to learn, honestly. Um, and they definitely do have fun at the events and, you know, people, I'm sure people do some, you know, random hooking up and whatnot. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but, uh, for the most part, it's not, um, it's not like sex is going on everywhere. There's only sort of, there's some live demos, but there's, you know, we are, we have a schedule and we stick to that schedule. So, you know, when one workshop is up, another one's ready to so go. It's not so like it's a meat market. People aren't going there as a meat market, but if hookups happen, they happen. Kind of what I'm Correct. Hearing. So cool. We run events like yes. this. Yeah, because you have to remember, like, we attract all sorts of different people. So it's not only swingers, but it's kinky folks, it's poly folks, it's black folks, it's white folks, it's, you know, everybody in between, you know, like, lots of folks with disabilities, folks, you know, trans folks, queer folks. So we really, you know, it's such a diverse group, um, you know, that anything could, you know, there's a possibility of anything happening, (laughs) But uh, but it's not set with, up with that such way. a diverse group of people. How do you get people um, to recognize that uh, some people might not prefer the obvious pronoun, or some people? I mean, there's there's certain sensibilities that uh, Joe Schmo walking off the street may not be aware of, and it must be hard to 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 bring a level of a communication and, and understanding that, that people will not, not only be comfortable, but not be offended. Yeah. So what we have on our website, um, and that's a really great question because what we have on our website, we actually have guiding principles. Um, and these are just sort of our love notes for the conference. These are the principles that we live by. Um, and so, you know, when we're at this conference, we hand them out. They go into everybody's packet. We make sure that everybody reads them before they go in. Um and we establish, uh, you know, a safe space for people to be who they are. So I think that is what makes us, you know, very unique in that way because of our guiding principles that um, Rowan, who's a part of our crew, um, put together really uh, sort of sets the tone for everybody else in the conference. So we come, you know, we come uh, to people, you know, in love and, you know, if something happens, which... Honestly, the only we had like one small incident happen on the very last day of our very first conference. And besides that, nothing bad has happened, you know, uh, you know, knock on wood. Um, But we've created it out of love and not fear. And we make sure everybody reads those guiding principles to understand what kind of place they're in. Is is Atlanta... And I don't know Atlanta much, so but I don't perceive Atlanta as being the most open-minded bastion of uh, openness towards sex. But I guess I really don't know much about Atlanta. Is, is Atlanta a good city for a sex con? 
Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, I'm from San Francisco, and there are more swingers, kinky folks, poly folks here than wow. than home. So, uh, yeah, I think, you know, even though we are smack dab in the Bible Belt, you know, we have folks from all around the country that are here. You know, everybody is, almost everybody is a transplant here in Atlanta. So, you know, you have a wide variety of people just from all over the country and the world, really, um, who come through and bring, you know, bring themselves. Um, so it is, it is full of, you know, sexy people, full of groups uh, that, you know, highlight sex and sexuality. So, Yes, Atlanta is a hotbed for that. Mm. Well, you know we're strip club capital of the world, too. So if you know we're strip club capital of the world, we definitely got to have something sexy going on. So, yes, it's a perfect place for it. Pretty cool. Um, so one more question for you, if you don't mind. When, when, yeah, when is it gonna be, When's it going to happen? I'm ready to go. <laughs> so it takes place after Labor Day weekend, uh, September 6th through the 8th. It's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We generally try to have it in October. We've had it in October in the past, but um, just due to the, the hotel's rules and whatnot, we had to have it in September. So um, if you want to plan a long vacay to Atlanta, oh my gosh, you would have a blast because Labor Day weekend they call it cluster fest here because it's like dragon con, which is a huge con. And there's like, you know, it's black gay pride. There's like all sorts of different festivals that are going on that weekend. Um, and then we're the weekend right after that. So we're kind of like trying to get people to be like, if you come to Atlanta, like make sure you stay for at least a week or a week and a half. You guys must have but, a, a website um, or something. Yeah. I don't find more information. It's good time. Yeah, so you can go to our website. We have our uh, we have a temporary website, which is sexdownsouthatl.com. Um, so you can go on there and find all the information you need. Um, we're working on our new website, or revamping our old website, I should say, um, because we want to incorporate some live streaming. So just in case, you know, y'all can't make it to Atlanta, or your, your people uh, who listen to you can't make it out to Atlanta, uh, we do have a live stream option where different uh, workshops and uh, our keynotes will be uh, live streamed for people wow, to right. look at in real time. So um, that is being uh, done at this very moment. And, uh, but yeah, sexdownsouthatl.com. They can find more information if they want to be a vendor or advertise or any of that stuff is on the website. Now we will, we will, uh, and we're getting ready for our sponsorships as well. And our partnership deck will be out. Very soon cool. Marla, it's been a pleasure to talk to you tonight. And I hope you continue to have fantastic luck and success with this event. It's certainly a needed event and, uh, where there's certainly nothing, no level of uh, sexual education that we can um, not afford to have right now. So uh, just keep rolling around <laughs> with it and let us know how you can help, how we can help. Yes, definitely. I mean, in our, you know, our uh, theme is to rebel, you know, sexual politics in a new era. So, you know, we are trying to uh, do our best with, uh, you know, to keep up with the theme, but but really, it is a it's an educational conference for everybody, educational and entertaining conference for everybody. So thank you so oh, much for having me on today. Thank you. 
thank you for supporting the podcast. Toss us a dollar by heading over to eroticawakening.com and, and click on the support us on Patreon button. Our end music is provided by Pocket Universe. The song is Whim. The official EA Twatter is Andy. The person or people we've seen most recently is Sheen and Shayla, both at LLC. That is so wrong. That is so wrong. We've got more. A ton of people from Kinky College. Yes, absolutely. All right, we need to update that. The current sender of Ohio is Tentacles Hedgehog. Uh-huh, you got that a little backwards. Yes. <laughs> the provider of graphic novels is Johnny Jackhammer and the Good Witch of the North of the Sequential Sex Podcast. And the official food that goes on boobs is oranges on boobs. Bye, Dan. Bye, Don.